You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. Today, my featured guest is Shay Bynes. She hosts the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur podcast and seeks to inspire you to do business completely yielded and in partnership with our awesome and limitless God. So if the word God scares you, flip to the next episode right now. Okay, seriously, people. And if it doesn't, and if you're courageous and you actually want to learn about bringing God and business into the same conversation and stop showing up bipolar in your life and in your beliefs and in your business, then this is the conversation for you. Shay's going to drop it. All right, Shay is a passionate storyteller. She's a bridge builder and strategist who ignites and equips leaders to be catalysts for transformation in their spheres of influence. Shay co-founded the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Movement back in 2012, and her most popular book, Grace Over Grind, How Grace Will Take Your Business Where Grinding Can't, is shifting the way people live, work, and engage the world around them. Whether she is sharing on platforms publicly or consulting privately, you can expect Shay to deliver an abundance of truth with love, grace, and contagious joy. I've already experienced it in the first five minutes here. This girl's just smiling ear to ear, having fun. Shay lives in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, just right around the corner from me uh, with her husband and three daughters. Shay Bynes, welcome to your first 100K. Please go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Oh, some gaps. All right. First of all, thanks for having me, Joseph. I'm looking forward to our chat. I guess a couple good gaps to express in there would be that I worked in corporate America for about 10 and a half years. And it was in 2009 when I was feeling like this nudge from the Lord that I was going to be leaving my job within the next 18 months. And sure enough, as at his instruction and way before I was ready, I left my corporate career for full-time entrepreneurship in 2010. And so that was kind of like my first time that I ever was like, the Lord's calling me to do something and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but I'm going to trust him and I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. You know, I'd always been a side, I always had a business on the side. I was doing um, real estate investing, still do, and was doing some consulting on the side for those who are interested in real estate. But I was really doing really well in my corporate career. And so I really didn't see a path for entrepreneurship full-time, but when you get an invitation from God, you want to say yes. And so I did. And so that was 
over 10 years ago. And um, it's been let's an Let's pause there for one ride. second, if I may. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. All right, cool. So like back then, right, you were working the corporate job, you're, you're kicking butt, you're doing well. You yes. were making what, about 94000 a like year? Like 96, somewhere around 96000 yes. a year, yes. okay? Um, that's pretty good, right, in, in corporate. And then you're doing a side hustle as well, right? So you're out grinding, you're making it work. And then you get this call from God. <laughs> right and you're like Donnie why don't I pick up the phone right because it shifted right. everything and and how did what was going on in your head yes when you got that you know you're going to leave your corporate job by this date um you know message from God and you didn't understand it it didn't make any sense because you're thriving in your business career all that that hustle and grind you put in is paying off uh, you got a promotion right there at the end of, of the whole thing, which made even less sense. Like, <laughs> I forgot what you was, know some of my story. <laughs> a little bit, girl. So what was going on in between your ears back then? What was that yeah. like self-talk that you were wrestling with right now? Because we sometimes can hear from God and it, it, what he's telling us doesn't match the reality that we can see, touch, and feel around us. That's right. That's Speak right. Speak to that, would you? Absolutely. So something important to know about me is that my background is in computer science. And so I was a software engineer, very analytical, logical thinker. Okay. So you have to imagine that I'm in the midst of a corporate career doing project, project management where I do risk mitigation. <laughs> you know, I just don't do stuff that doesn't make sense. Okay. But when I was writing out my goals that year and I heard that, I, first of all, I knew it wasn't me because it wasn't my thought. I had never thought that way. You know, so it was like, it was such an unusual thought. You were going to leave your job by June of 2010. It was so specific. It seemed to come out of nowhere. So I just wrote it down. But I did what any logical, analytical planning person does. I created a list and I said, these are all the things that would need to happen if I'm actually going to leave this thriving corporate career to go do what exactly, I'm not sure, but business full-time, I guess, and the stuff that I'm currently doing, these are all the steps that would be wise for me to take. It was a reasonable list. And so for me, I wasn't even really focused so much on what God was looking to do. I was like, God said it, now let me create my list and I'm gonna go work my list. And so that's what I did because that's where I was at at the time. And it was funny because you know, all year, like every few months or so, I'd be feeling like this nudge, like, you know, you're leaving soon, you prepare to leave, prepare to leave. And nothing was lining up. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to tell people as people were getting laid off around me, I want to tell them, hey, you know, I'll leave. You know? <laughs> and he just, I just didn't have any peace about that. And so I just kept working my list. And it came to a point where I went into 2010 and I was at this business conference, um, March and March, April. Yes, it was April 2010. I'm at this business conference in Orlando and I was ironing my clothes, getting ready to go to the last session of the conference. And I heard God's voice like I had never heard it before. And I've actually never heard it like this since. And it was one word and it was go. And I heard it. It was like, it was so, I couldn't deny that that was God speaking to me. So I Shay, was so speak freaked to out. That. Speak to that for a second, because I think a lot of us will get caught in well, was that, was that my voice? Was that the enemy's voice? Was that God's voice? How do you know? At that time, 
I had never experienced, I know what my voice sounds like. I've been listening to my voice for however many years at that time. I'm 43 now, but however many years I was at that time, I've been listening to my voice for a very long time. It was, a vo it was like an external yet internal. It was one of those things. I didn't even have like this really close, intimate relationship with the Lord at that time. But it was so, it was so undeniably not me. Mm. And I had no reason to believe that it would be the enemy telling me to go. <laughs> I didn't have any reason to believe that because there was just peace and love with it. And that doesn't okay. come with the enemy's That's voice. important. That's so there important. was peace. It was like the, the moment that I'm hearing it and I'm thinking to myself, that's really crazy. But yet peace washes over you. It's like, I know the presence, like he is the Prince of Peace. Like Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And so I know if there's peace with it, and it's coming from somewhere else, then I can trust that that's the voice of the Lord. And so, and that was without having that deep of a relationship with him, just honestly at that time mm. in my life. I appreciate that. Let me jump in right there and, yeah. and just speak to Startup Nation. Now, Startup Nation, wherever you are in your spiritual journey is totally fine. Okay. So maybe you're you are right now where I was uh, not that far ago, that long ago, where just a place of I'm out business, I'm grinding, I'm hustling. I am really just getting what's mine. You know, what the world says is going to make me happy and I'm going for it and I'm getting it and it's working, but I'm kind of miserable on the inside too, because it's not actually satisfying. Yeah. And, and I didn't have the relationship with God. And maybe that's where you are right now. So like, this is all foreign talk. It's like, you know, Shay's speaking a different language to you right now. Well, that's fine. Don't be scared of it. Pursue truth. Yeah. If there's a hole inside your heart that nothing is satisfying, look at it a little. Don't run from it. Like lean into it. This, yes. is what, this is what we miss out on, I think. And we waste years of our life and then we get a little older and then we go, man, it was right in front of me the whole time. It's like, yes. put God first, put others second, right? Treat people the way I want to be treated. That's really all I want in this life. You know, like it's really <laughs> simple. So Shay, I just wanted to, to just speak to my listener a little yeah. because, you know, we have people that are atheists listening sure. to the show, agnostics, and I'm an equal opportunity interviewer. Yes, I have them I all it. on my show, right? So yes. that's why I don't apologize when someone like you comes on and speaks about God and Jesus and business together, right. which is foreign language to people. Yeah, so and continues. it was foreign language to me. I mean, this, you, you know, it was foreign language to me, you know? And so I really, it's, it's one of those things that's really awesome about God is like, it's like he extends invitations to us, you know, and we, whether we choose to explore those, those are up to us, right? It's like, and you're invited to this birthday celebration happening on June 1st, <laughs> right, 2010. <laughs> do you want to do this with me, you know? Exactly. And so, so really what was going on in my head was how could I logically do this thing that this, that God just spoke to me about? How can I do it? Because that was my, that was my nature. That was my posture. It's just achievement performance driven, you know, so, so to clarify, I can put together. Yeah, to clarify, and I hope you don't mind me jumping in. I here. don't mind at all. Okay, because I just want to sharpen right to it. Uh, to clarify, it's like, God gave you the the order to go. And you somehow are feeling you're in control of planning. Yes, that exit. Like, that is correct. Like you have to plan it. He doesn't yes. obviously have a plan. He's just correct. giving a command without a plan. 
That is correct. That's how okay. that's, I never would have said that, but that's essentially the way I was thinking because that was, that was what my actions were showing, you know? Yeah, um, and so, and I'd never experienced anything like that before. So it was just very new, very different for me. And so that was what was going on in my head. And it was because I had that kind of crazy encounter with him at that business conference, you know, in that eight, that following April that led to me being able to just, you know, tear up my list, which wasn't even remotely close to complete, not even close. So your say, plan, you tore up. Yeah, I had a plan and my plan wasn't progressing. You know, I need to have a certain number of amount of dollars in the bank. I needed to be generating a certain amount of money uh, in the business by that time. I need to get rid of, uh, there were some debts that I wanted to get rid of. There was all these wise things, wise things that I would advise anybody to do before they would be jumping ship from a lucrative job, right? But the thing was, it wasn't my idea in the first place. This was an invitation from the Lord. So if this is his vision for my life, I know that there's got to be provision for that. But I didn't know that at the time. Of my, I now, now, I do want to add this to the conversation because I think this is critical. At this time, when you're working your plan to follow God's command, <laughs> yes, you are making very limited progress on your plan. That is correct. And you, I believe you say the language you use is it felt like God's hand was keeping your plan from moving forward. That was after I left my job because after oh, really? I left, okay. yes, because I had to get out of the job first. But then after I left, I still went back, even though I left, I still went back into my default mode, which was hustle and grind mode. And so yeah. it was like, now I've left this job. Now I'm going to go all in. I got all the time in the world now to do the things I was doing on the side before. So let me go in. And it was those six months, I call it my, my uh, period of faithless action taking. And I would just grind in for six months. And my progress was like you just described, very little. And I knew what I was doing. I just had more time to do it. And so I really felt like it was like the Lord putting his hand on that thing. Like, yeah, you're not going anywhere with this thing. Like you think, you think you've got this thing, but I've got this thing. And Jay, so I can relate so big on this and, yeah. and I'm just going to go there for a second. Cause I, sure. I think it's powerful to share witness talks back and forth. Right. Yeah. And for our listeners to pull something out of it, to inspire them in their life right now. And it's like in 2019, God had me sell my very lucrative business. I didn't want to. I was only right. working two hours a week and collecting a nice check. Nice. My team ran it. it was, the entire business was automated and God wanted me out. And it was interesting because I didn't really listen. And I was like, okay, sure. Like I heard that voice. It didn't make sense. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. That's not, that's dumb. So what did God do? Uh, I had prayed this prayer, Lord, if there's anything blocking you from uh, blocking me from the calling you have on my life, remove it and use force if necessary. What a dumb prayer to say, <laughs> right? Because our father will answer that. So sure enough, two oh weeks goodness. later after the prayer, Shay, the business financially just starts crashing for no good reason. And two weeks. Two weeks, right? <laughs> like all of a sudden we're losing clients for good reasons. They're outgrowing us, all this stuff, right? So I jump back into the business to fix, to do what I know. I'm a problem solver. I'm a fixer. I'm a yes. rebuilder, right? And I did what you're saying and I fixed it and everything I touched got worse. It was like <laughs> God's hand was going, no. And he was giving me a little gentle smackdown. Yes. No, son, stop touching, stop yes. touching. And he just kept smacking my hand. And I'm like, finally, I just tapped out and said, what? what? Do you want me to just sit here and do nothing? This goes against my entire wiring that you made in me. I'm a fixer. Yes. You don't want yes. me to fix and it was for the first time in my life he said, no, 
let me fix. Trust my power, not your yes. resilience. Yes. Now, please continue, Shay. So good. Yours. That's so good. So I had that moment at that six-month mark, you know, where it was just like, he said, are you done yet? Simple question. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm done, you know, because I, I know what I'm doing and it's not working. Exactly. So why did you have me leave my job again? It was like my first time, like inclining my ear, like, oh, what is it that you have to say, you know? And so that was kind of the beginning of that journey of even inviting him into my business world. Because up mm. to that point, my relationship with him was go to church on Sunday, pray, pray for the most part every morning. You know, I, I had just like this routine going on. Okay. So this, that was the beginning of my shift and really growing and my relationship with him was in that moment. And so that led to a very interesting journey. Now I'm going to fast forward a little bit. And about two years later, one of my real estate friends uh, had reached out to me and said, Hey, um, I have, I met this woman and I really felt like when I met her that I was supposed to introduce the two of you. And I said, okay, cool. So he introduces me to this woman. I hop on the phone with her and we're having this conversation. I'm like, she's cool, but I don't know why he was so adamant that we needed to connect. But at the end of that call, she goes, I have this client and I really feel like I'm supposed to connect you guys. And I'm like, okay. So here we are, March, 2012. She connects me to this woman. Her name is Antonina Gear, and she's in South Carolina. And when we hopped on the phone together, it was like one of those instantaneous, you knew that God brought you together for something really special, but you don't know exactly what, you know, mm. we, we hit it off immediately. And maybe about a month and a half into our kind of growing friendship, I'd said to her, I was like, you know, I really feel like God brought us together for something really specific and I don't know what it is. Although I enjoy being friends with you, like I feel like there's something else going on here. She goes, I've been feeling the same thing. And I'm like, well, let's pray about it and come back in a week. And so we did, came back, talked about some stuff. I'm like, no, nah, I don't think it's any of those things. Let's pray about it some more and come back in another week. We did this three times, Joseph. Mm. And on the third time, she says to me, you know, I had these words in one of my journals. God gave them to me. I have no idea what he wanted me to do with it. I don't know what it's about, but the words are kingdom driven entrepreneur. And when she said those words, Joseph, what flew out of my mouth, I, this was the Lord because I didn't know what I was talking about. I, what flew out of my mouth immediately was that's a community, that's a movement, and it starts with a book. I said it just like that. I was surprised I said it. She was surprised I said it. And she was like, wow. I'm like, wow. So that began the, okay, well, let's pray and ask God, like, what is this thing? We had never been kingdom-driven entrepreneurs before. We didn't even really know exactly what that phrase meant. We knew each of those words had purpose. We both were entrepreneurs already. We knew the kingdom must have meant the kingdom of God. But, you know, but driven also, like driven, what do you mean? What does that look like? You know, what is this that you're talking about? And so that was like the next six months of exploration with this stranger who became a, such a great friend um, mm. of us, like, figuring out with the Lord, because we couldn't figure it out on our own, what is this? What's this assignment? What do you want us to do? What does this look like? And we knew it was a business. And so it felt so much like a ministry, but we knew it was a business because he said so. So we didn't know what to do with it. And it felt weird because Joseph, you know, when you start a business, you're, you're supposed to feel like, especially if it's a transformation type business, you've got to be the expert with all the hours and all the things. We didn't have any of those things. But the Lord's like, this is the thing for you to do. So everything about me and everything that I knew about business, all the things, 
I couldn't use it. I couldn't lean on any of them because mm. here I have an assignment with the woman I just met who I'm signing an operating agreement with, which makes no sense to do a business of which we don't understand exactly what we're going to be doing. And that we literally had to like walk this thing out on a daily basis with the Lord. Like, what are we doing today? What is this? Answer the, the question. Well, how are you monetizing? We don't know. We're just here. Like we had a community of a couple thousand people very quick because we released the book for free on Kindle. We got all the signups and all these people joined the community. We're like, now what? Now what do we do? What do we do with them now that they're here? All right, Lord, what are we doing? Oh, we're talking about this? Okay. Taking it day by day. It was so crazy, Joseph. It is completely not the prescription, not the step-by-step -step guru blueprint to start any business. So what I'm hearing you say is Grant Cardone and Gary Vee would not agree. They would be like, you are dumb. That is not a plan. You will fail. Get a new, get a new plan. Got it. What was going through <laughs> your head during that time of just daily trust in God to reveal the next right move? It was actually exciting in a way because it was something, because you know how you gave that example of how you prayed that prayer and so quickly he responded with, you know, the, the downfall of the business that you pretty much asked him to do the downfall for, right? Well, I didn't ask for that intention, but, but... You, would, you essentially did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Right. You didn't know. Can I take the back same, the prayer? Right, right. <laughs> But in that same way, we were experiencing fast answers to prayer. Like when we were seeking insight about something, we were receiving responses. We could pray about something together, then say, what did you hear? What are you thinking? And we'd hear the same things. It was like an adventure. So it was like, this is interesting. Neither of us have ever done business like this before. And we don't even know what we're doing, but it's so clear that God's in it and that he's got this thing and he's leading and guiding us in this. That was what the early, honestly, the first year and a half was very much like this. We didn't have vision beyond a week or a month or, mm. you know, or anything in that first year and a half. But we also so, made very little revenue, maybe what, $12,000 in that first year. <laughs> that's, that was my next question. Let's talk tangible things, yeah. right? Because to, sometimes, right, I, I speak with uh, entrepreneurs who are not Christian. Yes. Um, and they crush it in the world, right? They're killing it in business, but they're just empty and, and just miserable. And there's a darkness on the inside. Um, well, I definitely don't want that, but man, it is tempting the business success that they're having. One of my buddies is a, a Scientologist and he's going from, uh, you know, uh, he just traded in his McLaren, just got the, the Lamborghini, right? Now he just traded up for a Rolls Royce, right? Yes. And it all looks good. Um, but he's just got this darkness in his eyes, like unhappy. And then I got these other ones that are faith-based, right? They're God-driven type entrepreneurs. And some of them are doing well financially um, and giving away and being great stewards. And then others are not doing well financially, but are so joyful, so peaceful. And it's like, what is the recipe to do well financially and to be fully surrendered to God? Yeah, I think, well, I always say the power twins are faith and patience. <laughs> and the Bible does talk about this somewhere in Hebrews, but with faith and patience, they received, they inherited the promises of God. And so in those stages, and really whether someone believes in Jesus or not, faith and patience are powerful. But it's like, we're, we were in this position and this posture of 
we trust God in the midst of this thing, but we also know that we have to be patient. There's things to still be revealed to us. There's things we need to learn. You know, we were still getting like, well, what's we, because this is a, this is a God centered, God driven thing, regardless of what a business type is, but we knew this was God's thing. Then we had to say, well, what's your heart for this business? What's your heart for the people we're supposed to be serving? What's, we had to get his heart for what we were doing, you know, and that took time. I could have created, I'd been in business. I could have created a 10 page plan for, I'd been, I'd made thousands of dollars in business before. It's not like I didn't know how to do business. I could have created a plan, but it would have been my plan. You know, here's what I think would be a really great idea, but that would have been pointless, baseless. And the thing that the Lord had called us to do. I believe Shay, that we all have a little control freak inside of us. Yes. Many of us control are, freak. Yes. Many of us are in denial about it. Yes. However, how how did you on a daily basis um, submit that little control freak from taking control when you didn't see God's plan? Yeah. So that's where the patience had to come in. And there's this thing of there's, there's, it was really like a heart posturing thing, Joseph. I had to decide really both here in my mind and here in my heart that I trusted God in this thing. And so that meant that every time I would have some kind of feeling of sort that felt like I'm not trusting, I had to then make a decision yet again, God, I surrender this thing to you. I trust you, you know, help me to continue to walk this thing out, doing this thing led and empowered by you. Like every single time that I would have either, whether it's, you know, um, that tendency to grind, whether it be the mind grind or the make things happen in your own strength, whatever it looks like every single time that shows up. And I know what it looks like. Cause I walked it out for a long time. Whenever it showed up, I made an intentional decision again, Lord, I surrender this thing to you. Thank you for helping me to walk this thing out in, in faith and in patience. I mean, it was just, it was talking to myself sometimes to walk through that. And it was nice that I had a partner because we could hold each other accountable in that as well. So whenever one or the other of us was dealing with that, we could easily point it out with one another and then keep going. That was kind of the beauty of that, of that you know, collaboration that we had. Um, but that's what it was like in those beginning stages. And then in some ways, Joseph, there were sometimes things that, I mean, we couldn't put. Uh, we had the benefit of ignorance. Like we couldn't have developed a plan for certain things. So since we can't develop a plan because we're a plan for what, we don't know exactly what the what is, you know, we had to rely on him to show it or else we would be building completely in vain. And we knew that. We knew that, that we would be building in vain. Mm. So fast forward to yes. present day, what did that look like, right? You've had this, uh, right, whatever, 13,000, 16,000 you made year one. Um, which is very discouraging. Right? <laughs> and, and, and what happened year two, year three? I think, we did, I think we did either 18 or 20 something thousand the second year. It wasn't amazing. It was better, but it took five. Antonina was no longer involved in the business. She's not, well, she's part owner, but she's not involved in the operations of the business since 2015. Okay. But in about, it took us five, I think five and a half years to hit our first 100K mark, right? Wow. Um, and, you know, as an annual revenue mark. It took, it took some years. Yeah. Yeah. And then it started growing in leaps and bounds. And then it was, we were doubling, you know? We were, you know, so it just, it took a while. But once we were in the groove, in the rhythm of what God has for us, you know, it's like we just start to see 
things grow and things accelerate. It was faith and patience. Did faith you ever guess and it? patience. Faith and patience. I'm clear on it. I hate both of them. But <laughs> you don't <laughs> want one without the other. You yeah, got my power twins. You got to have them both. Listen, my human nature hates right both. I get like, it. Right, because it it. it kills my little control freak that wants to take <laughs> right. over and play God in my own life. Right. Yes. We all have this. Yes. Uh, did you, at what point did you get to turn back on your talents and yes. your hustle, your grind, your resilience, your, your planning skills? Or okay. So, you know, I it, wrote a book called grace over grind. Like I don't grind. Yeah. So we should talk about that. All yeah. right. So about, let's see about, I don't know, several months in to starting kingdom driven entrepreneur. I had this, crazy thing that happened to me at church. I was at church and our pastor was doing a message on, it was Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. And this is what it says in a translation called the message. And it says, and this is Jesus talking, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I'll never lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. And Joseph, when I heard that, it was like everything on the inside of me said, yes, yes, I want all of that. I don't know what it looks like, but that sounds amazing. I want to know what an unforced rhythms of your grace looks like. I want to know what it's like to keep company with you as a business owner. I want to know what it's like to walk with you and to work with you, to watch how you do it. Like, I want all of that. And that shift, that was a major shift for me. This was after I started Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. This was maybe six months in or so. And that was a major shift for me. And that's when he, and it was an important shift for me too, because my natural inclination and the way I learned business was very achievement, performance driven, hustle, grind, make it happen, wake, pray, grind, you know, you know, all the things. And it's like, no, 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 no grinding is like excessive hard work and working primarily in my own strength. I don't want that anymore. So Lord, show me another way. And that was the beginning of the shift. And that's why a book came out of that years later, but he started to show me how to walk that thing out with him and then how to teach others how to do that. So I don't grind. I don't hustle. I don't call grinding godly or hustling holy. Like I literally, it's like, what, how does this look to work in your unforced rhythms of grace so that I can experience your best and have a greater impact in whatever spheres of influence you've placed me in, within business, within life, et cetera, right? And that was mm. such a major shift. So every step of the way, every year as we were growing, that was the pace of his grace for us in that season. Learning, figuring out the next step. What is the next thing we need to do? Okay, great, all right. Then it was like starting to invest in team. Okay, what does that look like? What are we doing? Yeah. And it was just like this methodical walking it out. And as we were steward and faithful as a team, as we were faithful over this assignment to do what he's called us to do, he began to increase us. That's biblical too, right? Faithful over little, ruler over much. So as we were stewarding this thing year after year, showing faith and patience, diligence without grinding, yielded to him and willing to do the, even the unusual stuff that's against everyone's blueprints, willing to do it. And to walk that thing out, we start to see so much increase and we started doubling like, you know, the year 2008 was crazy. After I released the Grace Over Grind book, it's like a floodgate opened. 
Mm-hmm. It was, it was amazing. And, and I couldn't, and every time people want to have me on their podcast and talk to me about all this great success of whatever blueprint that I followed to be speaking on all the stages where we, you know, made the major revenue goals, they're disappointed when I give them a blueprint that looks like faith and patience, faith and patience yielded to God and willing to do the things that go even contrary to what all the experts say. You know, it's just because he has ideas too. (laughs) And I like his better. And so that's been the beauty of walking this thing out over the years and allowing really him to then be glorified through what's happening in my personal life, through our business, because everything, anything that's been amazing, honestly, I don't say this, this is not like false humility or anything, but anything that has been amazing that has happened with kingdom driven entrepreneurs of movement, points back to one crazy, awesome God story, every single one. And I like it that way because then he gets the glory and I get to enjoy the, the fruits of it. And it's amazing. You know, it's all good, but he gets the glory. Shay, if I was to ask you, yes, what are your top three tips or strategies? <laughs> I do have, I do have a couple though. To make your first 100 K or your next 100 K. Right. Would you only answer faith and patience as the blueprint or are there specific tips and strategies yes. that you would give to my listener right now? And what are they? What are your top three? Yes. So I'm going to give these based off of the idea that someone likes to the idea of inviting God into their business because that's what I teach. That's what I do. Right. So for someone who like likes this idea, then tip number one is to decide that you're willing to actually yield, this is, a, this is a heart and head decision, to yield that business to God's thoughts, his ways, even his strategies, his connections, all of those things, right? It's a heart decision and it's a mindset decision and aligning those there. The second thing I would say, really practical thing, because some people are like, well, I don't, God doesn't really speak to me. I hear you saying God spoke to your heart, but like God doesn't speak to me. I'd say, that's a lie. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And so God is always speaking. God is speaking to people that that do not even acknowledge him. God is speaking. So I'm hearing you say God is speaking to atheists and agnostics as well as Christians. God speaks to atheists. God speaks to people who want nothing to do with him. Okay. Now, God is always speaking. So if you invite God into your business and you start to say, wow, I call them business meetings with God. When you have your strategies and your thoughts, simple thing you could start with. I've got my to-do list. You know, I've got my to-do list for the week. Here's the things that I should be doing, I think, for the day. Lord, what are your thoughts on this? What are you, what's your priority for today? Just try it. Like, just start to engage in a practical conversation with the Lord concerning your business. And you will be surprised that you will actually sense direction in certain ways. And, you know, I could spend all kinds of time giving testimonies about what this has looked like. I'll give one. I know a gentleman who he does a lot of cold calls, right? So he has this spreadsheet with all these people, all these phone numbers and names and all of that stuff. And he just simply said, Lord, I have a whole spreadsheet in front of me of all these calls to make. Who do you think I should call today? What's on your heart for today? And then he said that as he looked at the spreadsheet, it was like some of them just kind of stood out to him. So he just went and made those phones. He didn't go down his list of one to 20 or one to 50. He went right to the ones that stood out to him and he'd have those calls. Now, some would say, well, then he must have made money on all those calls. No, he didn't. 
But some of those calls, he did close a sale on. Other calls, the person on the other end, by the end of that conversation said, I really needed this conversation today. I'm so thankful that you called today and, you know, whatever, even if there wasn't a sale. So it was still a blessing to that person's life, right? And a blessing to his because it's blessed. We're blessed to be a blessing. So the thing is that we can actually engage God in just some of the simple, practical things about our business. God, what is your heart for the people that I'm serving? What do you have to say about those I'm serving? What do you have to say about me? What do you have to say about this business? Just start with simple questions. It's powerful. And then the thing is, the third thing I would say is in the beginning, when you're learning how to trust that you hear, you have to understand that just as you take risk, entrepreneurship has its risk, right? Well, doing business in partnership with God, that has its quote unquote risk too, because you have to take a risk that you believe that you heard, even when you're not sure that you did. And so I say, if you sense that perhaps this is where I think I'm thinking instead of being in the mind grind and wondering for a million years and stagnation of whether it was God or not, take a step in the direction. Most likely it's something that's not going to kill you anyway. Did you die? No. So it's like, take a step, take a risk that this thing, that this very simple thing that I believe that God might be showing himself to me in and leading me with this business, let me try it and go do it and watch how he confirms as you move. And so when I talk blueprints and I talk strategy, that's the kind of blueprint and strategy that I'm talking about. And now he may also give you strategy or sources. He'll be the source and other people are resources. So he very, very well may say, you know what? Go get that strategy. Go get this. This is going to be really helpful for your business. Go learn from such and such. But he was the source. They were just the resource. So then you go to that resource, but everything that you're learning, you're like, he already gave me this resource, so I'm walking this out. But because it's yielded to you, as I'm walking this thing out that this person's showing me, if you show me something different, I'm going your direction. These are just some simple ways to just start to walk it out in some really simple ways. And as you do it, it starts to build a lifestyle. And once it gets to be a lifestyle, it gets really, really quite amazing. And so that's what I want to encourage people in today. Mm. We are speaking with Shay Bynes. You can find her at kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com, kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com. Go check out her podcast if you love her personality, you love her wordsmithing. She's quite talented, I think. And (laughs) she just dropped her three top tips and uh, strategies for you to make your first 100K or your next 100K. And I'll just summarize. Number one, step one, she says, decide to yield your business to God. You got to make the decision first. Number two, invite God into your business decisions on a daily basis. Number three, take a risk. Step into what you hear him say, even if it doesn't make sense. And I would just piggyback that and say, rather than get caught up in, is this the voice of God or not? Just align it with the Bible. If yes. it's in conflict with anything in the Bible, it's not from God. It's not from him. If it's aligned <laughs> with anything in the Bible, you know, then it is from him and just take the risk, take the step. So there yes, is if he's that, asking that you to measuring. cheat somebody, that wasn't God. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Go rob this deal or that's, whatever. That's and, not God. That's not God. That's not God. That's not God. Use your common sense. Yes. As well. <laughs> 
thank you for adding common sense to it. Yes. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, Shay, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Okay. Welcome to the hustle round. Right. This is where I'm going to ask you, and I know you don't believe in hustle. That but it's I'm going to do this with you. Let's go. But you're going to do it, girl. All right. Yes. So I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. Okay. Uh, it's just for fun. Don't overthink it. Are you ready? I think so. What's your favorite thing about being a kingdom driven entrepreneur? Uh, freedom. What's your least favorite thing about being a kingdom driven entrepreneur versus the entrepreneur you once were? The hustle and grind one. Right. The fact that I need to exhibit more patience. Mm. What are you most afraid of? <laughs> Lightning. <laughs> Got it. That's clear. Shay, I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our lives as just part of our human uh, you know, condition. What are you struggling with right now, either professionally or personally? So I think... I'm in a growth phase right now on the business side. And, it's, it, and so it has its challenges. And I've never really been, I mean, this is the first time being a CEO with team. You know, I was always a solo entrepreneur. So learning how to be an effective CEO from that perspective and dealing with growth that's needed, uh, even if revenue is not there for certain things, and just kind of working those puzzle, puzzle pieces out, that's been, that's been the growth for me in this season. Mm. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Ooh, um, probably questioning, probably the mind grind for about eight months, wondering for too long, like instead of just taking some steps forward. Got it. What secret fear do you have about people? A fear about people? Gosh, that one's tough for me. I've been released of a lot of stuff with, around my fears with people. So I'm not having one immediately come to mind on that one. But boy, have I been through some stuff with people. <laughs> Got it. I'll let you off the hook on that one. Okay. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? I wish I learned how to work and the unforced rhythms of God's grace way earlier in business. What have that, what would that have saved you or what has that cost you by taking too long to learn that? I think that it would have saved me a ton of money, a ton of time. Um, and it also would have relieved me from a lot of stress that I put on myself, burdens that I was carrying that I had no business carrying. You know, it sounds so counterintuitive. It's like patience sounds like I'm going to waste time. When in fact, if I'm patient, I'm, God's going to provide the very thing that I would have spent three years looking for on my own, he'll provide in six months. Yep. <laughs> and thus I saved two and a half years. But yes. it, our brain doesn't think that way, right? No, right. That's not our natural thought process. What's, what is a new habit you want to create? Ooh, a new habit. Um. I would like to get into the habit of, and I just started this actually, I've just created these crafted, crafted prayers are called. And so I wrote them out and I want to get into the habit of actually um, saying them on a daily basis. So it's part of it is the word, part of it is Thanksgiving, part of it is the word, and part of it is just a declaration and agreement on some things that he has already shown me that I want to speak out my mouth on a daily basis. 
I, I think it's so cool that you're using the, the spoken word and uh, so many of us don't realize, I know I didn't realize the power of speaking things yes. out loud into out loud. existence. Yes. And that we are co-creators with God and That's God right. created the entire universe through spoken word, the That's word. Um, what is a bad habit that you want to break? Oh gosh. Um, I'm in the process of, of breaking a, too much sugar. I'm in the process of that right now. Got it. Yes. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Uh, joyful, definitely a storyteller and a love junkie. A love junkie. <laughs> Got it. That's new. Uh, pick three words to describe who you are your first year in business. Ah, uh, let's see. Um, adventurous, courageous, and scared. That goes hand in hand with the courageous part. Yeah, <laughs> Moving to my fear. <laughs> and last question, Shay, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, your husband, your kids in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about everything, what would you say to them? <laughs> Oh my goodness. You can trust God. He has a plan for your life. Lean into him, discover it and have the most wild and crazy and amazing adventure of your life. Awesome. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about uh, making their first 100K this year during a pandemic? Yes. During, even during this pandemic, especially even during this pandemic, I am seeing so many people make some very powerful pivots and there's a lot of people who are feeling stagnated, but if you continue to move and not get so, you know, consumed by the mainstream media cycle and consumed by everything else going around and you actually just stay focused on what you have before you, you will be well positioned on the other side of this thing. I'm, 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 I'm saying this, I'm seeing this and I'm experiencing this. So don't get bogged down. Don't allow things to bog you down that are happening in the world. Mm, I think that's so powerful. And for all you kingdom entrepreneurs listening to my show right now in this conversation with Shay Bynes, I would just add the image of uh, Jesus walking on water in the storm and Peter getting out of the boat. Do not focus on the storm of fear right. around us right now. Focus on the Lord, your King, yes. and, he, and, and ask him, God, what do you have to say about my business right now? What do you have to say about this pandemic? What do you have to say about this plan and positioning me in this storm right now? And I think yeah. Shay is absolutely right. This is great advice. Thank you, Shay. Absolutely. What is the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you if they so choose? I know you have a, a free course for them, right? Yes, um, it's called Firestarter School 101. So it just starts with some basics of what it looks like to start doing business in partnership with God. And so you can get that at kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com slash course. Excellent. Shay Bynes, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, my dear. Thank you. Cheers. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to brokencatholic.com.
I'm Joseph Warren and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.